relationships are hard and there's always going to be some you know, power exchange, right? Sometimes you make the call, sometimes he makes the calls or she makes the calls or whatever, right? But what do you do when you realize that you're in a controlling situation? We're going to kind of look at the Britney Spears being controlled aspect on today's show. And what happens if this is kind of like your life too, where you realize that your shots are being called by somebody else, or maybe even worse, you're the one doing the shot calling. Ugh. Today on the show, welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. Happy Monday. You're listening in real time. Glad you're here. Thanks for being a part of it. Really, really appreciate that. Uh, we got a lot going on today. Got a lot going on this week. Um, we This podcast is based on three principles. It's live, laugh, and love your mom. We share our lives. and We live our lives out loud, right? And we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Well, it finally happened, and I knew the day was coming, and I knew I, th- I think I cursed myself or jinxed myself last week talking about how walking on the ice isn't that big of a deal. Mm. Finally slipped and busted my ass this weekend. Twice, actually. Oh, no. I think I might have brain damage. Oh, no. <laughs> I've had a headache now since last night from what had happened. And like it got oh. a little bit better today. And then I slipped again. And now I'm like back in this headache oh, stage. Gosh. I'm like, what? How is this happening? So I was getting out. I, I'm trying not to use food delivery services as much uh-huh. anymore for a couple of different reasons. One, to save money, but two, because they do take such a large chunk of a restaurant's profits. So like if I can get out and go get it myself, I should. Now, oh, yeah. the problem is like we're experiencing some really cold weather here in Baltimore. So it's like a really, it's a struggle uh, to get out and do anything. But I am not used to all of this. You have to keep that in mind too. Like, I'm not used to any of this. Right. So I, I went out and I was got uh, ordered a, uh, impossible burger from the cheesecake factory. It's right down the street. And I was like, okay, mm. just go, I'll just go swing over there. It's not a long trip. Go pick up my food. And I, they have like a little alcove cause it's, it's like in a mall. And so it, they, it's like a little alcove you can pull in. I'll, I'll swing in real quick and just go pick it up. No problem. Put my car in park, step out into this little, this, yeah, I don't know what you call it, this little driveway. And the second that I put my foot down onto the ground, getting out of my car, Oh. I literally like, <laughs> like oh. I basically is like whoop, honey, <laughs> and I hit my head on the back of my. I have like a little. I have a jeep, and I have like a little uh, step up thing, a little step by the door, uh-huh. and uh, I mm-hmm. hit my head on the back of that. So, ouch! It's so funny too because, and then like, of course. Like, what do you do? Because I think anytime you go in a situation to where you publicly, and this is like on a main, a main drag too. So like, I, who oh, knows how no. many people saw this happen, oh. but it's funny how like, no matter what, like, and I'm sure 99.9% of people looking didn't give a shit, but it's funny how like, you'll instantly go into like fifth grade embarrassment mode. You're like, <laughs> oh my God, like, do you think people saw me? Like, what did yeah. they, did I just look so stupid right now? Like, why did we never get over that phase? But I instantly went back into like fifth grade steep and, and like feeling so embarrassed and like, out of place and like awkward. <laughs> Gosh. And there was no one nearby that came to help you? No, no. Oh, I feel like here oh. it's every man for themselves, man. Oh. You got to go. You just got to get up and, and, and so, oh. yeah. But then like trying to get up off ice 
is like also tricky, right? So then oh. I, I'm like slipping, trying to like get up out off the ice. Yes. Slipping around. And then I just, uh, I just head, head on in the cheesecake factory. Like <laughs> nothing ever happened. <laughs> but then blood, I had to challenge. Blood gushing out in the yeah. back of your head. I'm like, cause you always act like it never happened, you know, like it's fine. Like let's just keep moving. It's fine. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. <laughs> And then we we go. And then you know I realize it's only half the battle because I'm gonna have to get back into my car, right. and so then I've got to like take on the ice again. So then I do this this awkward. I don't remember. I don't know, mommy. You've seen the movie Elf in a long time, but remember when he got on the escalator and like he had like one foot left on the ground and one like on the escalator oh, and started yeah. pulling him into like uh-huh. a split. I feel like that's like that's like the maneuver I had to do to like get over the ice. So. I had a headache last night, right? Wake up this morning, no. feeling a little bit better. I go down to, I'm like, okay, I need to like, cause I was, I was pretty cooped up yesterday, Saturday. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, I need to get out today and go like do some stuff and just like do something. Cause I've just been in my house way too long. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go, uh, I'm gonna take Kiki and we're going to go and I'm going to take her by the little dog pee area. And then I'm going to we'll go and we'll get some, get some lunch. And then that'll be. That'd be good. We'll go run some errands and we're all good. And so yeah. I I pull out of the parking garage, pull my car next to the dog pee area, literally uh-huh. step out of the car. Same thing. Oh, no. Same thing. Oh, I, I didn't, oh, I didn't fall no. this time though. I just kind of like did this awkward little like swoop, 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 swoop on oh, my feet. Oh, and you're holding Kiki too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, geez. <laughs> so <laughs> that time, actually, the one today I think hurt worse because my body was in this awkward like noodle position. Like my oh. body just turned in all kind of weird directions. And then I got, then I like, because I did I fall to the ground? I don't remember if I did or not. I may have fallen forward. I think <laughs> I did fall forward. And now my head hurts again. I'm like, damn it. So oh. it, it was a rough ice weekend over here. It's and been. How a, is it now? The weather or uh-huh. what? My headache or what? No, the weather. No, it's still cold. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gone above freezing today. I don't think it ever got above oh, thirty-two. Oh, jeez. So you'll have so, the same kind of day tomorrow. It's gonna warm up though. It's gonna warm up this week. We're gonna get in the fifties, and I'm going to appreciate uh, every second of that. What's Hallelujah. happy though is tomorrow. I think it's supposed to snow again, hmm. and then I think by Wednesday it's like sixty, and then like by the weekend I think it's snowing again. I'm like, <sighs> oh man, it's fine. It's fine. I just, I've realized, and I see, I think I said this last week on the podcast. I can't remember if it was here or it was on the radio show. But I realize that you have to really break up your February. You really (laughs) got to like take a trip. Like next February, I I joke with my boss, and I don't know how much of a joke this is going to be, but I'm like next (laughs) next, um, February, we're doing our radio show from California the whole entire month. (laughs) And then I'll come back when things are clear because I just... Don't know how I feel about this whole winter situation. Oh, it's so uh, bad. Well, it's just been cold here. It's it yeah. Warmed my up mom's a little in Georgia, today, in case you don't know. So she's in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. We're down south. <laughs> what uh? What was the the high there? Today. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. Let me see. I've been in all day. It was too. Well, you cold. can estimate. <laughs> it was too cold for me to go out. I'm guessing it was around high 40s. Okay, I look forward to that. I never thought I was 45 last week, and I went outside, and I was like, "Whoa, this is nice. Like, this is really, yeah. it's really warming up over here." <laughs> like, yeah. 45. What? Like, what is wrong with me? Yeah. <sighs> Actually, it's 54 and sunny. Oh, that's nice. So it was better than it's I thought day. it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. We planned to take a walk today, but Jim had a little tumble, so he's yeah. resting his leg. 
Well, um, you guys are, I don't, I don't know if it's OCD or dedicated. I'm not sure which one, <laughs> but maybe both. So my parents, in case you don't know, and by the way, I will correct my lack of knowledge from Friday's show. In case you weren't listening to Friday's show, my dad had an idea that he wanted to go and get a second first COVID shot (laughs) because he couldn't find a second COVID shot. So he wanted to go lie and act like he didn't get the first shot. And then that would basically just be the two shots. Right. Um, I said, I don't believe the COVID shot one and two are the same one. Now I've been corrected numerous times and we'll get to some voicemails later on the show. Numerous times (laughs) the COVID shot one and COVID shot two are the same shot. Okay. Which That's doesn't right. make a lot of sense in my head because I don't understand why people get sick after the second one. Then like what, if it's the same shot, mm. then why are you feeling like crap the second time, but not the first time but mm. the same thing? Like, I don't well, get because it. you have, you have more vaccine in your body. I guess I yeah. just, it's just, I, think so. I don't know. It I'm just a scientist or a doctor. It <laughs> doesn't make guess. a lot of sense though. It doesn't make sense. I'm like, why are there two shots? Why do we have two of the same ones? Just give me all of it in one, in one sitting. Why am I coming back? And for what the reason? The second one is like a booster, right? But like when you're a kid and maybe I forget mom, but like when you, when you're vaccinated as a kid, yeah, don't you just get one shot and that's it? Typically, yes. Yeah. So I just, I, the concept to me is new and weird. And I don't quite understand it, but whatever. I was incorrect. Apparently, the first COVID shot <laughs> is the same as the second COVID shot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so I get a text after, I guess it was probably on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, we record the show a day ahead of time. So this would have been on Saturday. I'm sorry, on, on Thursday, they, you know, my mom and was saying, or my dad was saying he was going to do this first shot thing. Well, on Friday, you guys found one but it was like four hours away in a different state (laughs) correct how did that happen well we were looking around georgia and i was searching in augusta georgia because we're having no luck here in dawsonville or dawson county right and um it sent me to you know near the nearest ones to augusta and one of them happened to be aiken south carolina at a cvs And so I did the questionnaire, and typically when you do these questionnaires, if you say this is the second shot, it it shuts you out. Like, it's over. They're only doing the first shots, right? Okay. But this one said, continue. I'm like, okay, I'm on to something. So the CVS in Aiken, South Carolina was giving first and second shots. You made your appointment online. We drove there. It was about three and a half hours, I guess. It was a beautiful day for a road trip. It was chilly out, but beautiful sunshine. And of course, we got there an hour early. (laughs) So annoying. That's Jimmy Mac. You know that. (laughs) My dad can't ever be on time. And it's Mm -mm. never on the late spectrum. It's always extremely. Mm -hmm. Why be there an hour early? Well, you know, he just wants to be sure that nothing happens and that we don't (laughs) miss our appointment. So we had... A very because we had also allowed about an hour for lunch, so we had a very nice long lunch <laughs> in a lovely little restaurant in Aiken. And what is we, Aiken? Where? What is Aiken, South Carolina? I think it's really more of an equestrian type town, but it's I'm gonna really Aiken. Cool. We're, we're going to learn about Baltimore today, or Maryland, and we're going to learn about Aiken, South Carolina. Yes, and there's a wonderful hotel there, and it's got a really lovely um, town square. Uh, which is where we had lunch. And yeah. there's a lot of history there. 
Um, but I know that it's a big equestrian center because a client I had um, used to have her horses there. So. Yeah. So Aiken, here we go. Ready? You're going to learn something new today. You can go tell your friends you learned about Aiken, South Carolina. And uh, and and Pam, if you're listening, I don't know how far away you live. Pam's one of our South Carolina listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, Aiken forms the center of South Carolina's thoroughbred country mm-hmm. and is home to the first class polo and racing. So there you go. Mm-hmm. It's also home of USC Aiken. So, mm-hmm. all right. Anyway, so you got the shot. Everything's got good. Got the shot. Everything went well. It was so easy. I, I can't believe they just let you just just show up in another state. I'd be if I'm Aiken, South Carolina. I'm pissed right now. Like if I'm living in Aiken, South Carolina, I'm like, uh-huh. who are these fools coming from Georgia to get a shot? Yeah. I'm sure they're also having a hard time getting their shots too. You know. Well, I think you know the the rules are different in every state, and there's there's no real national plan, as we all know. Yeah. Um, and until the middle of February, I think, or maybe early February. Um, they weren't giving the first or shots at all to anyone under 70. So that would have left me out. So right. I, got, I got lucky on that one. Sure. Um, but anyway, we went in and at our appointed time, it literally took five minutes. Yep. And she takes your card and she signs it up for the second shot. And you go wait in a chair for 15 minutes and then they dismiss you and you're on your way. That's it. And we got back home about, I don't know, 5.30, 6 o'clock. So all is well. well. How are you feeling? Because, you know, I've had a lot of friends, a lot of healthcare friends uh, who've mm-hmm. had both shot one and two, which, by the way, are the same shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, <laughs> why did you say like round two? Like, why is it shot number two? Like, it's the same thing. It's deceiving. It's very confusing and very yes, deceiving. It is. Um, why, why not? Uh, I mean, how are you feeling? Because I know a lot of yeah. people that I, that I know they've had it have not felt good the day after they get it. Right. And you usually have symptoms 12 to 24 hours later. So we definitely passed 12. It was at 1.30 yesterday. It's um, about it's, six right now. now. Almost six. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you so feeling far, fine? No issue? Sure. Yeah. I feel normal. You know, that too? Our, yeah. Our arm's a little sore, you know, but that's great. Bad. Yeah. That's so awesome. we're moving right along. So if tomorrow well, goes well, I'll assume we got, got through just fine. Here's an, an expectation I need to set with you if you listen to this podcast often is like, I don't want you to think now just because this is over that my dad's going to be less crazy. He just moves from <laughs> one crazy thing to another. I bet a lot of people think I'm like, well, he's obviously, this was just yeah. something that was just high anxiety about. Like, no, it's next <laughs> week. We'll move on to something else. It'll be just as crazy <laughs> with a different scenario. It if it's will. not a shot, it's something else. Like it's a sink <laughs> or a, uh, mm-hmm. you, our UPS, stove, Our turn. stove is the big issue this week. Yeah, there's always yeah. something he'll just be crazy about. So at least we got this crazy thing out of the way. But I, I mean, I do feel better. I do genuinely feel better knowing that you guys are vaccinated. I will say there is a, a a sense of relief knowing that your parents are taken care of, being yes. you know high risk. That it's yes. I'm glad that both of you. It's as crazy as it, both the, the instances have been that it's done and it's taken care of. So right, and we still have to wait two or three weeks for full immunity, and we still need to wear a mask. Yeah, because we could still be carriers. Yep. But um, it's highly unlikely that we'll contract the virus now. So we're very grateful for that, and it was worth the trip because we were going in circles here, and we got so sick of searching the internet every day and every night and being told no, 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 no. So right. Yeah. Now we're done. Um, 
I, I, I do want to say uh, one thing. I, I don't talk a lot in real time. St- I try not to do a lot of like topical stuff because I feel like by the time you listen to this, a lot of people don't listen every single day or they listen, they're delayed. I, I just got a message the other day about Miss California episode. I'm like, ah, that's been, that was November. Like, I don't remember that. Somebody, and they were like, what about, what did you mean by that? Or something? I was like, I don't know. That was so many episodes ago. I don't even know. Um, so I try not to do so, but like, our numbers here in Maryland, at least, are, are under five right now, which is mm-hmm. I think we're four point one as of Friday. Because yes. Jess usually updates the numbers every day, but that's that's great. I mean, that's it really is. we came into the new year at about ten, yeah. So that's dropped in half, and so you know, for everyone that's taking this seriously, I just want to say thank you. you yes, know, me everyone too. That's contributing to the healthcare system during this time, mm-hmm. vaccination distribution. Any if you've been any any part of this. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because yes. uh, it's, I agree, uh, and the numbers are starting to fall everywhere. But we can't get complacent. No, nope. we still have a long way to go. Yep. But okay, um, it is favorable. We've been doing Maryland Monday, and like if you're from Maryland, you may not realize this, but nobody knows anything about Maryland. <laughs> like we just, we just don't, and I don't know why, but I'm here to change that. So what I do is I've got a podcast family all over the country and I'm like, every Monday we're going to point out one fact about Maryland so that we can put Maryland on the map because I guarantee you most people listening can't even find Maryland on a map. (laughs) I'm not still even sure where it is on the map. I'm just now starting to figure it out, but it's very clustered up here. It's right. I know Pennsylvania, so I just go down a little bit and there it is. Um, You're like a little dot on the weather map. It's yeah, it's tiny. It's tiny. It's a very, it's a very, it's not even just tiny. It's just very like oddly long and small. Like it's just long. Anyway, uh, Maryland has the world's oldest living people. Really? According to the, the state of board elections, there are 48 people living in the state who are 114 or older. No way. Yep. So there you go. A little fun wow. fact about Maryland. I'll give you one more. A bonus. A mm. uh, Maryland Monday bonus. There's a town in Maryland called Chevy Chase. Oh. But the town is not named after the comedian Chevy Chase. It mm. was named in the 1800s, so it was long before Chevy Chase came around. But now Do you, you know. Do you think Chevy Chase stole his name from that? <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so maybe so there you go so two, two. I, I wonder what they attribute those long lives to their longevity crab hmm. maybe i don't know i don't know what it is i don't know what's uh the Eating old bay food and yeah the, of course it, it freezes all the germs there maybe that's yeah, it maybe, maybe that's what it is i don't know but <laughs> but we have the oldest living people in a place that's called chevy chase neat. so that's a little neat. maryland monday fact for you there all right okay Let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. Today's quote is from Oprah Winfrey. And she says, you know, you're on the road to success if you would do your job and not be paid for it. Mm. And I feel so blessed that that was certainly my situation. You know, if you have a job you love to do, you never really work a day in your life. I truly believe that with my heart and soul. I really, I struggle with that idea. Obviously, you know, I love what I do. I love both these jobs. Um, And I struggle though, because most people, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, about like most people, I mean, it's not like you can just not have a job. I mean, some people don't, but most people have a job. Right. And so what, what are you supposed to do when you just you just got to put food on the table? 
Well, sometimes you, know? you have to do a job just to put food on the table. But yeah. that doesn't mean that you can't continue to look for or aspire to doing something you love. Sure. Um, and sometimes it's great to volunteer. Of course, not now during COVID, but um, you know, I used to tell people all the time, go volunteer doing something you love and see if a career comes from that because often it does. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think so. you do have to align it, you know, but I know a lot of people struggle with, I've got a friend right now that's feeling kind of lost and mm-hmm. she's not quite sure what she wants to do. You know, mm-hmm. she's not sure to her. And I mean, I, we can say this too, is that your job doesn't have to bring you the ultimate fulfillment, right? Like some people right. get fulfillment from doing other things or, of course, you know, whatever and you're nor being should a mom it be the or most dad important. Or, no, yeah. it should never be the most important thing in your life. But I will say it does make life a lot easier. I mean, yes. I, I've, you know, I've, I worked at a credit union for about nine months in between Tampa and um, Phoenix. And I, I know the struggle of like walking into a place where you just don't feel like you're doing anything, you know, where you don't feel connected to your job. Like I needed it. I needed to like pay my bills, you know, got Mm -hmm. got rent due, Mm -hmm. but I don't, but I know that it was a very like empty feeling. It's a very, yes. you know, and we do work a lot. You spend a lot of your life working, man. Like we do. Oh yeah. Lot. So just food for thought for your Monday. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, we get our mental health Monday here in a couple of seconds. First, let's say hello to our amazing sponsors this week. Okay. And we'll actually start with one that it's back because of you. And that's our friends, over at HelloFresh. Mm. Yeah. HelloFresh is uh, America's number one meal kit. And these are, you've seen these before. By now, you've probably experienced one. I've seen a lot of people have probably tried them, but if, I'm going to prove to you why I think that HelloFresh is is one of the, is the, is the best one out there. I mean, number one, it cuts out all of the stressful meal planning. Cause like right yeah. now, Sunday night, for a lot of families, you got to like sit there and be like, what are we going to have? I got to go to the grocery <laughs> store, blah, blah, blah. You spend it's most of your Sunday. Question of the day. Yeah, that well, I mean, honestly, like, no, no, I hate that. I love having that done. Like, that's mm-hmm. one of the best things about having these meal prep services. Is like, yes. it you you get what you get. There is no thought process that goes <laughs> right. into it. Exactly. Like, that's your meal. That's yes. it. That's what you're having. And like, you can yes. choose which meal you want per day. Right. That's it. That's, that's what you're it. getting, right? Yes. Twenty three new recipes every single week with them too. So you're not. It's it's literally you can't. You don't eat the same thing twice you know right. like it takes a long time for it to like show up again right. uh they get all kind of different healthier options if you're going low-cal a carb smart vegetarian pescatarian every single week they get options for that it cuts down on your grocery bill 40 percent instead of shopping like at a grocery store mm-hmm. so like because like you're not you're not buying like we talked about this before where you're not buying like a ridiculous amount of cumin or something when you just right. need a teaspoon of it, right? and it spices comes, are so expensive yeah it just comes and, right to your door and it just um, comes in a so, little pre-measured pack for that recipe it's so easy yeah absolutely so do this go to hellofresh.com slash 10 kramer okay hellofresh.com slash 10 kramer use the code 10 kramer and you're gonna get 10 free meals including free shipping okay i want you to try this out i i, I do find it to be a very nice not only cost effective, but also a um, time saving activity or ch- life hack. I'm gonna call it a life hack because that's what I feel like it is. So yeah, go check it out. 
It's uh, HelloFresh.com slash 10 Kramer to go get 10 free meals over there. If you are trying to eat healthier this year, too, let me recommend something else. Mom, I know you love these, these monk packs, these monk pack oh, keto yes. granola bars. Yes. Um, which one did you have recently? I just, I, my favorite one is the, the chocolate chip one, the, the, the coconut cocoa chip. Uh-huh. I think that one's delicious. Which one do you like? Uh-huh. That's the one I have right now. Yeah, that it's one's so, so good. So delicious. Um, so whichever one, uh, but the, the reason they're so good is it's not, they don't taste good, but they have one gram of sugar, two grams of net carbs, 140 calories. It's going yes. to satisfy your sugar craving without having to eat. I mean, typically a bar like that, I don't go look at like a kudos bar or something. Mm. That's probably got 15 grams of sugar. You know what? I'm, I, yes. I want to, I don't want to make that up. How many, you know, it's great. If you don't have to wonder things anymore, <laughs> you just true. type in how many Google grams of sugar. <laughs> Uh, and I don't know why I'm using kudos bar, but just go with me here. Okay. Uh, I don't even make kudos bar anymore. I don't know. <laughs> make kudos bar. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking it's like the first granola bar that popped in my head. Yes. Uh, nine grams of sugar. So this is, this is, hmm. this is literally wow. one ninth. You could eat nine of these and have the same amount of sugar <laughs> as one kudos bar. That's right. And that's, that's just, right. I, I don't even know if kudos bar, anybody still buy kudos bars? Please tell me those. <laughs> I don't think those are still a thing. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Kudos Bar. We're here to talk about our friends Monk Pack, the yes. Keto Granola Bar. So try it for yourself, and you're going to see as a special deal for you, 20% off your first purchase at any Monk Pack by going to monkpack.com. Enter the code Kramer at checkout. And Monk Pack's so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for whatever reason, they're going to exchange it or give you your money back, whichever one you want. Get started. Go to monkpack.com. That's M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com. And, and uh, select any product. Enter the code Kramer at checkout and get 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack, delicious, nutritious food that you can count on. We thank them for sponsoring our podcast this week. All right, Mental Health Monday, just a second away. Um, we first need to say hi to our certified fans. Thank you for doing what you do. Um, we certified fans are people that support our show financially. You know, there's a lot of ways you can support the show. You can go to any of the sponsors we talk about, and, you know, by entering my code, you, um, you're supporting the podcast that way. Uh, if you. If you're a certified fan with your monthly donation of five dollars or more, we uh, we you know that's a great way to keep the lights on, or just by listening. You know, we're on our road to a million downloads, and that the more downloads we have, the more uh, attractive we are to clients. So it's just all these things that you do are supporting. And one way is just by being a certified fan. So thank you so much for doing that. Um, usually, if we have a, a new sir, oh by the way, this week I, I actually can buy my two two things of housekeeping really quick. We're having a sale. Everything. This actually is our biggest sale of all time. Uh, Every piece of merch in our merch store is 20% off. Okay. That's almost the same as black Friday. So 20% off everything in the merch store. I want to clear some of this merch out so that we can get some new ones in for the, um, by the summer. So, uh, go in there. The hoodies are great. The Mm. mugs are great. If you don't have just a, if you listen to this podcast a lot, you don't have a piece of certified mama's boy. Who was it? It was Heidi. Heidi has collected every mug. She has now the, (laughs) that was cool to see on the certified fans page. She's got the, uh, the, um, um, she's got the cheese may mug, the cheese may mug. She's got uh-huh. the Nancy Yancey mug and the Jim uh-huh. Yancey mug. So, uh-huh. uh, that's cool. Thank you for doing that. But you know, I, I, I think it's cool when you can own a, just like a, a tangible item from the podcast. I think that's super cool. So I'm trying so to make it a little fun. cheaper this week and just to go grab something that you want a shirt, baby clothes, um, kids clothes, uh, everything is 20% off. Now, if you are a certified fan, going back to certified fans. Now you get an additional 
10% off. So that's mm. technically, well, it's not technically 30% off. But it's you're close. Doing 20 and then 10, but it's, it's pretty close to 30% it off, is. right? It that is. is by far the biggest sale we've ever had on our merch. Yes. So I hope that you'll go go check it out and and this can be a, a good week for you to go uh, do that. If you're looking for that code, by the way, um, you can check your email or just go to our certified fans Facebook page and do that. So if you want to become a fan, just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. You can instantly get $5 off in your merch store and use that discount. So you're getting like, you're getting like ridiculous amount of savings on merch yes. this week. Are there so, still hoodies available? There, I think I've got like five hoodies left. So I'd love to clear oh, those out this week before it gets too that's warm. That's my favorite. I wear yeah, that good. honestly those are every high day. Quality. I mean, I will so say these, good. the stuff that we have is high quality. It and is. for some reason it doesn't. I mean, I've had a couple of people who's like a cheese made mug. They they put it, I think they must have washed it too hard or mm. scrubbed it too hard. And some of the, the lettering came off. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll send you a new one. Like I want mm-hmm. I want you to be happy with your purchase because, sure. I, you know. That's yeah. your hard-earned money, so yeah. I take it very personally. Um, so text the word FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Okay, Mom, I got to get Leah on, but I love you, and okay. we'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Okay, and we didn't give a shout-out. We didn't give a whoop-whoop. Oh, well, let's do that. I'm sorry. Our fans will be that. upset, and I'm upset. I have to give a whoop-whoop to somebody. <laughs> I got to get my whoop out, or what am I, what am I here for? <laughs> it's All right, the highlight me, of my day. Give me a number. Okay, let's go with 31. Certified fan number 31 is Marty B. Marty B is one of our favorite listeners over in Surprise, Arizona. She's been a certified fan since June the 16th of 2020. So about half a year, about seven months at this point. So thank you so much for what you do. Here is your bonus whoop whoop of appreciation. Yes. Whoop whoop. Thank you so much. And tomorrow it could be you. All you got to do is text the word FANS, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Okay, now I got to go, Mom. Okay, love you forever. All right, Mental Health Monday. In case you're not new to this, I mean, in case you are new to this, if you're not new, you probably know what's going on. Duh. But if you are new, uh, every Monday, my friend Leah comes on. She is a licensed something, something, something official therapist. And <laughs> she has a podcast called Not Your Basic Influencer. And uh, she is a, a mental health professional. And we just kind of talk through some stuff that you may be going through in your own life. But it's kind of nice to have someone uh, that's got some professionalism behind them. Today, we're going to talk about controlling people and what to do with them. <laughs> Um, and, uh, not the most fun topic, but let's get into, it. I guess this spawned from the, the Britney Spears documentary, which I know Leah, we could sit here and talk <laughs> probably for an hour, but <laughs> oh my God. Spears and died like, you know, dissect her Instagram. Yeah, all, totally. All day. I call it my party. It's like, that's really messed up. Cause, and I'm a mental, like clearly there's a mental health stuff going on. So like, <laughs> it's kind of like my like icebreaker. Like, Oh, have you seen Britney Spears Instagram? <laughs> and like people, a lot of people that haven't, they're like fascinated. <laughs> So no, it's, like, it is, it's, a, it's been that way for years, trying to like dissect exactly what's going yeah. on. If you've, if you've kept up this whole free Britney thing, it's not a new thing. No. People have been like dissecting your Instagram now for years, trying to figure out those coded messages and whatever, whatever. Um, but yeah. we're going to, we're going to focus kind of on the, the premise of the documentary, which was basically a conservatorship, which would be, I guess, dissected even more into controlling another person. Yeah. And the question that I want to bring with Leah today is, you know, I feel like 
I feel like there's even been times in a relationship where I have been the controlling one, where I have felt that I have been more controlling. And it's gotten better over the years. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's selfishness or what, but I, I think a lot of people find themselves in relationships, and it doesn't have to be romantic. It could be any kind of relationship yeah. where they're feeling like the other partner is controlling. And what are you supposed to do in that situation? And, I, you know, Lee and I kind of talked a little bit about it. Uh, we were texting back and forth a little about it this morning, but you know, I think that we're going to have to look at this from different stages of relationships, from friendships to <laughs> dating to married to married with kids, and I think that that all four may have a different answer. Yeah. So let's start. Do your thing. So what's cool about this Mental Health Monday thing is I can be more, I guess, like direct. Sure. Um, and like based on my like training and what I've seen in sessions and even in my personal life, like I, I can be more direct versus in therapy. Like I don't tell people what to do. Like I don't give advice. Like my job right. is to like, I probably provide education and like can help people kind of like weigh the pros and cons of relationships or work through their own values and determine if a relationship is reflecting their values. So I do a lot of that. Um, but I don't, you know, I, I very rarely do I say, don't do this, do this. But I will say there are times where I am more direct with clients occasionally when it's like a safety thing or I'm really, it's like this kind of this cycle and I ask them permission. Like, can I share, you know, my thoughts about this type of dynamic in general? Sure. But so, with us, you just be like, tell me everything. I know. <laughs> like, I could be like, it's don't just do us it. girls right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so well, let's start with like romantic relationships. We'll start sure. with dating. Controlling behaviors is essentially abusive. Not, and I don't think it's always intentional. I don't think it's like someone's like overtly trying to abuse someone, but I, it, it's subtle abuse. And, and here's why, because it's essentially saying that the other person does not have autonomy outside of the relationship. Right. Mm. And you're trying to almost like have the other person in the relationship forfeit their rights. And, that never even, I mean, A, that doesn't work in a healthy relationship in general, any relationship when someone's kind of making all the calls, but also, you know, it's just, it's a way of asserting power and control. And so right. I have this, and I, you know, there's this power control wheel that I show clients and um, that helps people understand the dynamics and relationships. And one of them is like kind of that um, controlling behavior, possessiveness, jealousy, dictating what the person wears, you know financial control, like trying to... Can I tell you, that's the first time I remember ever being controlling. I was in... Sorry. No, a no, little no. Bit, no. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like... And I, I think back about this moment all the time is mm-hmm. when when you say like what to wear is I remember... <laughs> this will this will date me a little bit here. But uh, <laughs> I was... And I think what I've realized about being controlling and we'll... Sorry, I don't want to go to a diatribe here. But I, I think from someone that can be controlling at times, I, yeah. I want to give my perspective about this too, yeah. is I the more insecure I I am, I find myself to be the more controlling. Like the more I feel like things are out of control, the more I want to control them. Absolutely. Um, So I remember I was probably, it's my first girlfriend. I was probably 15. Okay. And it was like my first like real relationship. She was older. She was 16. She could drive. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And (laughs) she was going to a concert and the concert, I think was either Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. It's been been a minute. (laughs) Um, And I remember that she picked out an outfit and I was like, uh, you're not wearing that leopard skirt to a concert without me. Are you? 
And then she's like, yeah, I remember being like so mad at thinking like, there's no way that I want you going out in public looking like that with me not around. And that's like the first time that I can remember being like, but that's when I was like so super insecure with myself that like I, I couldn't out there are a lot of straight guys there also trying to keep her up. <laughs> of any time. <laughs> that that would have been the place. <laughs> but anyway, that's just like so when you said yeah. like control, like I, I I want people to be on both sides of this conversation too, to maybe I realize think, yeah, totally. when Leah's saying things, you'd be like, Oh my god, like maybe I am in, in do act controlling in a relationship. But continue, cool. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm glad you brought that up because actually my first also more serious relationship, I was 18 and 19. My boyfriend at the time also um, made comments about what I would wear. And, you Uh know, this was, I was in college and, you know, you're, I mean, you're just trying to go out and look cute and sexy. And, but even so, um, I remember there was time like my bra strap showed. And this is also (laughs) when bra strap showing was in, you know, it was like, had nothing to do with like, (laughs) <laughs> the intention is just, <laughs> just like your thong showing. But, and I remember it was a huge deal and he got really upset and like call, I, he, you know, he called me some like derogatory remark and he was very jealous. And a couple years later, I think it was like my senior year of college and we, long story short, we lost touch. We weren't in touch. And he apologized and told me, oh, wow. and I actually really appreciated that because we yeah. weren't talking. And he was like, I was an asshole. I apologize for how I handled things because it was out of his own insecurity. And I think I knew that, which is why I actually stayed in that relationship for, you know, the almost two years that I did. But like, so I, I'm glad you brought that up because it does come a lot of time out of insecurity and right. and the jealousies from insecurity and your own stuff. And so it's like fear of this person leaving or someone swooping the other person up. And But in a trusting relation – also, I think, A, for the person that's being controlling, it's like you have to work on that. Like you have to sure. put in the work and address that in therapy or really do some self-reflection and you know ask yourself like, is this fair to this other person? This is my stuff, not that right. fair stuff. And also in a trusting and supportive relationship, you like let them be sexy and cute. And, you know, if, if you truly trust one another, you're going to be faithful, right? Like you're sure. going to, things are going to be fine. And so I think there's like those two things too. So also the, the there's the insecurity of the person that's being controlling. And I also think it's like the status of the relationship. I think that's the part, like how much trust is there mm-hmm. um, between the two. And like, if someone cheated, I see that happening a lot. Then the, then, then the person that was cheated on becomes controlling a lot of the time. So even sure. if they weren't controlling initially, it's kind of like this, it's their defense, you know, right. they were screwed over. So it's like, I'm going to try to be super controlling and like, make sure that this doesn't happen again. But the thing is, it's not even in their control. So regardless, it's, you can't control another person's behavior sure. as much as you try. Um, so I'm glad you brought that up because we don't want to like blast all the people that have been controlling or have acted out of insecurity or low. No, totally. Yeah. And, but- um, Oh, go ahead. In those situations, let's say you're listening to this now and you're like, oh my God, like you're, you know, you, and you may have known it. You may know. I think people that are in these kind of situations, you may not be like, oh, I'm in a controlling relationship. But now that we sit here and kind of break some of these things down. Yeah. I mean, so what do you, what, what can be done if you're in a, in a controlling relationship? Like, can it be salvaged? So it depends. I think there's like levels, right. Of, of how, how bad it is or like if if it if it is strictly insecurity and the person's able to the one that's con- doing the controlling behaviors is able to really self-reflect and acknowledge like they're at fault in that way and 
put in the work and change. Like, absolutely. I think it's possible. But I think, again, it requires like insight and self-awareness and a willing to change. So then the person that's being controlled or like on the receiving end of that, I would say would have to really set fine boundaries and be like, this is what I need in a relationship. You know, you can't treat me like this. Give specific examples. Like when you say this, this, and this, you know, I'm not going to tolerate it. You need to work on this or I'm walking. And I think that's fair. Um, And then that so if you're going to do that that though then you need to allow for time to change and really see if this person's going to make an effort and if they don't that's when i say walk like it's not worth it you can't change someone they have to work on themselves you can't force that on upon another person yeah well if you let's say you are the controlling person go back to 15 year old steven you know the and before the insane concert you know (laughs) (laughs) sitting there tear rolling down his cheek and bye 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 is playing you know like what I mean, what is, what can be done? I mean, obviously you, you recognize it's there. I think it's, I think it's idea of like trying to, I mean, I would say to 15 year old Steven, like talk to someone about it. Even if, even if it's like your mom, even if it's Nancy Yancy, that you could be (laughs) like, Hey, like I'm worried about her and her little skirt. And I'm sure your mom who's super wise and sweet would say something very inspiring, like a talk, talk it through with someone. Cause sometimes too, we need a sounding board, right? Yeah. You know, in hindsight, she did. I remember remember she was like, you can't tell, you can't tell her what to wear. And I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I think sometimes you need that. Well, and that's a good point too. So say you also witness like your parent or someone else or even friends doing that with girls or like their partners, it's hard. Sometimes we just mo- like we repeat what's modeled to us or what was yeah. around us. So I also see that too. Like I see a lot of guys and women. It's not just you know everyone does this, but a lot of men will engage in those behaviors. But I also see them witnessing it within their own family dynamics. So I think there's part that's part of it too. But um, yeah, I would say to little Steven, <laughs> to little Steven <laughs> I would if, say, if he only knew, where were you? Where I'd were you? You know, if this, <laughs> like, 20 years ago, is, <laughs> I would say, you know, like if you trust her, you have to trust her. Right. And, you know, and that's really and what it comes it down all, to, I guess. Right. Is. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, that's, you know, you can't do anything. Then it wasn't meant to be. And it's not because she's A, B or C. It's just, you know, it wasn't meant to be and you can't trust her. And then, you know, like you'll, you'll be okay. There's, there's more girls at the NSYNC concert. You there know? are lots more girls at the NSYNC concert. <laughs> wow. Or the 90 degree concert. <laughs> more, yes. Right. Especially in that era, there were plenty, plenty I went of different to concerts. 90 degree concerts. And also there was all women and moms. So, it was <laughs> yeah, like- <laughs> so, so you can tell me from the inside, there was nothing to worry about. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's that. I mean, <laughs> well, so, let me, I, yeah. I came up with a litmus test in my head right now. Tell me this sounds ridiculous or not. Okay. Sometimes I feel like I'm very wise and I come up with amazing ideas. And sometimes I say them out loud. I'm like, it's the stupidest thing ever I came up with. Okay. It, in a controlling situation. Okay. Yeah. Let's say it, like, let's say I've got some controlling thoughts going through my head right now. Okay. It, could a good litmus test be, am I willing to say this in front of like my friend? Cause like, for example, that's embarrassing. Like in, in hindsight now, I'm like, that's embarrassing. And but never, it depends I, who your friends I, are, right? That's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, but really, right? Like if, 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 if you have like a, got a bunch of like, kind of like macho, like machismo type men, that might not be. That's true. Okay. Valid. I, maybe, maybe for you, it'd be like your mom. I would right. say that. Like, okay. Okay, I actually that, think it's a good rule of thumb for anything. Like I, and I say this, I'm like, 
before you send that, you know, that D pic, whatever, like before you send that, before you send that crude message. No, really, would your mom, <laughs> like when you're hitting on someone, I'm not saying it's like this mutual yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would you appreciate a family member, like your sister, your mom? Would, would they be approving? And if they're not, wow. like that's okay. a good rule of thumb. You, you're gonna, you're gonna ruin sexuality for me. <laughs> we keep this going any longer. Well, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> what, what can Nancy say about the things that happen in my bedroom? I don't know. I'm not sure. But, I don't think uh, we want to know. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> but I think it's good. I think actually, honestly, I think this turned into more of a, what do you do if you find yourself in a situation where you're being controlled uh, yeah. or being, you know, being controlling. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, free Brittany, right? Free Brittany. And well, okay. And I just want to say, not that we're going to have this whole conversation about Brittany. It's old news. It's not old news, but it is old news that um, the conservatorship thing. I yeah. think the one thing as a mental health professional and, knowing folks that have been on conservatorship, there's a reason she's on it. And I don't believe that based on what they shared that this person, her biological father should be the conservator. Clearly there's conflict of interest and there's abuse going on, but I don't think ending the conservatorship may be the answer because we don't know the medical mm. records. Like we don't know really her mental health background history. So it's funny because actually I had some qualms with the uh, the documentary when they describe the conservatorship for like elderly people. And actually I feel like there are more people with, you know, severe mental illness on conservatorship than elderly people. And they didn't really talk about that. So I'm like, we don't know. I mean, I'm actually grateful her records haven't been released in surprise because a lot of, you know, celebrities have their, their stuff, but we don't know what's on the other end. So if we're talking about conservatorship, I can't, I feel like there's, Clearly, when you see her videos, if there's something going on, she's like very regressed. And so I feel like there's some need for intervention. I'm not sure what that is. But sure, maybe it's just in the wrong hands. Well, you know, you know, I took away from it, honestly, was how far we've come with the way that we treat mental health. Like I never would have done this segment. I I would have done this segment on the podcast. You know, this was 20 years ago. Well, I was at NSYNC concerts and now NSYNC concerts (laughs) being jealous. (laughs) No, but like 10 years ago, you know, I'm thinking about the way that we even treated it as the media that long ago. You know, like we, I mean, I was, I was guilty. I was completely guilty with the whole, you know, oh my gosh, she's crazy. She's crazy. And then you see it from a different angle and you're like, oh my God, I cannot imagine the kind of, mental turmoil this woman must have gone through and there was a different britney documentary that i watched oh gosh Uh, i need to see that one where is that i don't remember and it may not have been just about britney it may have been about celebrities or paparazzi or something but i remember just watching her getting out of a a black suburban and just the amount of people Mm. that swarmed all and, and and you could tell it was she was so uncomfortable and just in that just that one shot alone was so eye-opening for me of how terrible that life must be. Totally. And if you're and, doing it from that from yeah. age 15, right. when you, you go from being like, you know, a nobody to right. a, a kind of somebody in a year to being like a mega pop star by the second year, it's like, wow, yeah. I can't imagine. I we would we would all have mental struggles too. How could you not? Right. We'd all have a break. I how totally, could you not? I agree. Yeah. You and know? and she had postpartum too. So it's like all these things that I think we're starting to talk more about. I know a lot of women are talking more and more about like their pregnancies and postpartum. And so all that's really cool because I do think there's a shift in the culture. I think we're still we have a lot more work to do, but 
you're right. I think we're approaching it differently. So celebrities aren't getting that backlash as much anymore, which is sad because they're human too, you know? Sure. Right. We've just, it, the, the, the tone has changed. I'm happy to see, honestly, the response from the documentary. Cause I think the yeah. people still could have been like, well, she's crazy. She should, right. you know, but there more compassion. Yeah, uh, totally. I think we've come a long way. Okay. Plug your podcast really quick. <laughs> Well, you know what? I say it really quick. Like I, I say it like it's a chore. I'm sorry. Like, plug it really quick. You can take all the time you want to plug your podcast. How about yeah, that? Yeah. So, um, I, so I'm Leah. I'm your modern therapist on Instagram. Me and my friend Elise. She's that relatable social worker. I'm gonna plug those in too. Yeah. Um, we have a podcast, not your basic influencer podcast, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and really anywhere you get your podcasts. And it's all mental health. We're bringing on different experts in the field and different like influencers as far as like Instagram that are speaking to mental health and all things related. So really the idea is we're doing these conversations with really great people. They're very real and I guess just um, authentic. And so yeah, listen, subscribe. It's really fun. We've been enjoying it. If you're looking for your own personal therapy session, you can always go to my friends over at BetterHelp. Love BetterHelp. I'll brag on BetterHelp till the day I die, man. I really, I genuinely do. I think that BetterHelp is one of the easiest ways to now do therapy, especially in the whole coronavirus time. You instantly, I mean, within 24 hours, you're talking with a professional therapist and you're doing it in the comfort of your own home. You're doing it from an app or from a computer, and uh, it's not self-help. No, this is like professional counseling that you're getting. I love it. I meet with Miss Pam every single week. This week it's on Wednesday, uh, but it fits into your schedule. Mine's at 4 o'clock. Yeah, mine's at four, but yours could be, uh, they, they have some late sessions. They got some early sessions. It just depends on what you're looking for. It's kind of like online dating, but for therapy, it's great. So depression, uh, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, or self-esteem all can be dealt with with a licensed professional counselor at betterhelp.com. I'll give you 10% off to go check it out for yourself. Uh, they, by the way, I was telling somebody this weekend, they do have financial aid available. So if you, um, if you could use some financial aid in your process, that is there as well. So uh, 10% off of your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Kramer. You can join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, it's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. Okay, some good news that made me laugh in the show for today. Thanks again for being here. Uh, there's a snowplow driver. I told this story on the radio show on Friday. I don't know if you listened to the on-demand show, but uh, this is crazy. Over in West Bend, Wisconsin, he's just out there doing his doing his plow thing, and he found a child wandering around alone at 4 a.m., 4 o'clock in the morning. His name is David, and he's being called a hero by saving this 5-year-old boy in sub-zero temperatures. Maddox Pierce was freezing because he was wearing his pajamas with no shoes, no hat, no coat. And then when Maddox, I'm sorry, when David uh, spotted him on the street, so he picked him up and he was working on warming him up and putting him, his own coat on him and blasting the heat in the truck. And so then when Maddox turned over to the police, um, he told him that he was scared because he thought that he was home alone. So he was actually walking to his grandpa's house. But it turns out that his 14-year-old aunt was actually at home babysitting while his mom is at work. But he just got confused. So, wow, that's... Um, that's crazy. That could have ended terribly, to be honest. And that's scary, man. Five years old. So police have awarded um, 
his name last name is Gurky, by the way, and it's written as last name. So he is a uh, that was the um, the truck driver's name. Police have awarded Gurky a certif uh, sorry certificate of appreciation, saying that Maddox uh, for sorry for saving Maddox, and that he's just happy knowing that the kid is okay. He said awards are great, but the biggest reward I got is when I handed the child over to police, knowing that the child is safe. That's cool. God, that's uh, I don't know when when. At what age, like, do you let people stay at your house? You know, like, is 14 too young for overnight? I don't, I genuinely don't know the rules on that, you know? Okay, uh, here's a crazy story. And sometimes I feel like the, the universe just does what it needs to do to get you what you need. Does that make sense? Like, some, you may have plans, but, like, sometimes it just puts you where, and I think that's with a lot of things. Over in Virginia, there's a woman that made a big mistake because she was buying lottery tickets online, which I guess you can do there. But it actually worked out on, on to her favor. Her name was Betty Wong, and she was saying that she usually plays the Mega Millions and the Powerball, but she usually buys a single ticket for multiple drawings at a time. But she accidentally bought 50 quick pick tickets for for a single Powerball drawing instead, but luckily for her, one of the tickets actually matched the first five numbers. She just missed the Powerball number. So she spent an extra dollar, too, to get the power play option, which then boosted her prize even higher. So instead of winning a million dollars, she won two million dollars. I think that's so crazy, man. I think that's great. She said she was shocked, obviously, when she realized she had won and she didn't believe her eyes. She said, I, I thought I misread the number, so I woke my husband up. She said they were too excited to sleep, obviously, so they stayed up the rest of the nights. And they're planning on using that money to take care of their family. That's nice. That's nice. Mom, I'll give you some money if I win that lottery. I'll take care of you, okay? All right. Made me laugh. I mean, listen, I don't understand what it is, but like seeing someone fall is extremely funny. I'm sure when I busted my ass twice this weekend, somebody was laughing. And Kevin Hart actually has a whole about 10 minutes stand up on, on just falling. But I'm going to play this part about when he sees women, <laughs> women fall. I like watching you guys buckle that heel. I like that. <laughs> that he'll get a hold of y'all, fuck, fuck, real quick. Oh, that's the funniest shit ever to me. Cause y'all don't know how to play it off. Y'all don't know, <laughs> they don't know what to do. So they try to stay regular. It's always on a cute night. No, girl, they talking about tonight. No, no, bitch, get, please, get the, get the heel. No, it's lush, it's slushy. Get the heel back there, please. <laughs> All y'all do. Or oh, y'all do that shit. Or oh, y'all do that shit where y'all miss a step. You ever see a girl miss a step? She don't fall down the steps, but y'all ride the, no, no, no. Y'all do that right there? No, 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 no. You ever notice, you ever notice there's always a pervert guy to catch you? No, 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 I got you, goddamn, I got you. Oh, damn it. Oh, damn. You almost fell, didn't you? Yeah, I got you. No, 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 I got you by your titties. That's, that's what I caught you by your titties. Jesus. I've never seen anybody fall like that. That was good. I caught it right there. Did you see how I caught it? Her titty was in my head. I don't know why. Why do we laugh at stuff like that? I don't get it. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Appreciate you so much. You know, maybe you could consider being a certified fan, supporting our show, give you a whoop whoop on the podcast and a ton of other benefits. So just text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. And I appreciate you. See you back here tomorrow, okay? Love you, bye. Hi, Kramer. This is Teresa from Lakeland. I was just calling in reference to the COVID shots. Both the COVID shots are the same, but if you get Moderna shot on the first one, you have to get Moderna shot on the second one. And if you get the Pfizer on the first one, you have to get Pfizer on the second one. But they both are the same. 
And this came from my mom, who is a uh, retired registered nurse. Love your podcast. Have a great day. Hi, Kramer. It's Nicole in Chandler, Arizona, certified fan. Listen, I'm, I literally stopped the podcast in the middle of what would Jimmy Mack do when he was talking about his COVID vaccine. I'm a nurse. Um, and he really should go back to where he got his first vaccine. That's kind of um, how it's playing out. Um, I know that here in Arizona, they are scheduling your appointment for three weeks out. It sounds like they didn't schedule Jimmy and Nancy's appointment for three weeks out, but he really should go back to where he got his first shot. I know it's frustrating, but that's kind of how it works, unfortunately. Hope you have a great day. Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.